Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc, and I want to welcome you to Straight Talk with DJ Doc. Today is a special edition because I have an individual that is a guest, and um, she's going to be talking with us. So our guest today is Dr. Ozzy Shirazi, and Dr. Shirazi is a distinguished physician and dynamic leader, currently serving as the chair of a local urgent care department. Beyond the medical realm, Dr. Shirazi is a passionate advocate for food as medicine and holds a keen interest in promoting healthy lifestyles to prevent illness. As a respected leader, Dr. Shirazi continues to shape the future of urgent care with a holistic approach, emphasizing the importance of nutrition and wellness and maintaining overall health. So I'd like everyone to help me welcome Dr. Ozzy Shirazi to the show. How are you doing, Dr. Shirazi? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. You know, one of the things that I always hear uh, from individuals, because they know I'm a nurse, is why is it so difficult for me to get in to see my primary? Of course, I don't know who their primary is, and I don't have all the answers, but we know that we've been dealing with things that have been a change in the last four years because of COVID. Try to elaborate and enlighten us a little bit about what that is. There's definitely a change in landscape of practicing medicine. Um, During COVID, there was definitely that period where people weren't seeing their primary care doctors and they weren't going in to even seek care um, for their chronic illnesses. Their medications may have run out and they weren't contacting their doctors to get those medications refilled. Um, Many people did um, develop cancers even during that period of time because they missed their diagnostic testing. They didn't go in for their mammography um, that they would normally have gone in yearly. They didn't go in for their colonoscopies. Um, so, so that has led to a pent-up demand where now we're seeing people seeking care for their chronic illnesses and new diagnosis that they have developed during that time. And that means the primary care doctor now has limited time because certain um, number of their patients are needing more care and more visit throughout the, the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also seeing um, many physicians retiring early. Um, right. COVID definitely led to that where they're retiring. Um, people started moving to different areas because now there's that opportunity of remote work where Um, Before, telemedicine wasn't as big as it is now, Um, so a lot of people ended up moving from one city to another city or one state to another state, and that means usually that if you had a panel of patients, now they're not able to see you if you're relocating. Um, That's fantastic, and I'm glad you brought up telemedicine. I want you to let people know how safe telemedicine is. So it depends on why you're calling. And we do um, triage and we do monitor why people are calling in. One, to make sure that they're appropriate. And two, to let them know if they need to go into the urgent care or go to the emergency room, that they know that and they could do that as quickly as possible. But it is safe. It is good um, for certain um, diagnoses. Like if you have a cold, if you have a a flu-like illness, um, if you're experiencing um, symptom of like back pain, but it's the same exact back pain you've always had before and you're just seeking to have some medications refilled. If you're having symptoms of urinary tract infection and you've had that diagnosis before, 
Um, so it's definitely something that we could um, utilize a lot more now after COVID. Um, and we have become really good at it. We are able to provide great care via telemedicine and it's available and patients are able to, to utilize it. So that's really good to see um, that we're using technology to be able to help our patients. And, you know, I think it's fantastic because being able to do that just opens up another way to see patients when it's been tough for them to get in. So go ahead, with your, go ahead with your thought that you were saying earlier. Um, so there are other reasons, too. Um, if you really think about it, it wasn't just the primary care doctors or the physicians who relocated. Patients also relocated. They changed jobs. They relocated. They went to a different city. They may have not established a relationship with their primary care doctor. So now all these patients who have moved are now looking for a primary care doctor. Um, the ones who changed jobs, their insurance has changed, and they're looking to establish that relationship with their primary care doctor. And that usually means if something happens that you need acute care right there and then, and you don't have established relationship with your primary care doctor, you would go in to be seen in the urgent care. Um, also, in addition to that, um, convenience and the fact that you're able to uh, provide immediate care in the urgent care makes it very attractive to patients. They may call in and the primary care doctor would have an available appointment in a week, maybe two weeks. It's not so bad, you know, but you want care right now. The right. only way to get it would be to go to the urgent care. Right. And, you know, when you don't feel well, you feel that I need to be seen right now, right this very second. I don't want to wait a week or two. And, uh, you know, we always get individuals that come into our urgent cares and they say things like that. You know, I, I just didn't want to wait. I didn't know what was going on. Now, one of the things I want you to talk about is with COVID being as it has and individuals looking at the need to be seen now, how valid is that? I think we have lost that sense of being able to take care of ourselves. Our bodies are these amazing machines that are meant to protect us and are meant to heal themselves mm -hmm. if we only give them the opportunity to do so. And I think a lot of the time, you know, I see it in my patients too, um, they have lost that sense of you know, my body is able to take care of certain things if I just give it enough time. And that's what we want um, patients to know. We would like to educate them. I use every opportunity I get to educate my patients, to let them know how they could care for themselves at home um, before seeking help or going to their urgent care or seeing their primary care doctor. Now, now that's a great segue into the, the part of talking about food as medicine. Get us on board with that. So our bodies um, are, have this great immune system that could treat bacterial infections, viral infections. It protects us against parasites. It, it helps us um, with minor skin infections and minor cuts. It heals itself. Um, food as medicine, um, to me, means that if you give this machine what it needs, um, it will take care of itself. If we have, if we eat the right nutrients, if we have the right vitamins, if we eat the right amount of protein, if we hydrate ourselves, if we rest and allow our bodies to heal, it will be able to um, deal with many illnesses that we may necessarily think 
that I need to be seen right now. But if we just give our bodies enough time, it'll be able to take care of itself. So with that in mind, what are some of the things that you feel food-wise that can aid in certain things? So let's think of um, one of the most common things we see in urgent care are cold and flu symptoms. So patients come in, they have a fever, they have nasal congestion, coughing, maybe sore throat as well. Um, and my recommendation usually is you want to take your vitamins, so vitamin C, vitamin B, zinc, um, elderberry is very good in helping your immune system fight um, viral respiratory infections. You want to rest as much as possible and you want to hydrate. In addition to that, um, using eucalyptus oil um, is really helpful in opening up the airways and helping you be able to breathe better when you have a lot of nasal congestion. Um, also, um, making um, tea with ginger and honey and lemon, it would help you um, with your cough and congestion. And it really helps with people who have chronic sinus infections. So that concoction is very helpful for um, patients who've been battling with congestion and chronic nasal drainage that would have normally turned into um, sinus infection, but if they're able to take care of their bodies, um, that's very helpful. In, in addition to that, you know, doing neti pods is also really good. And that's something that you could do at home to clear out your sinuses and be able to, it would help you be able to breathe better. It decreases cough because it decreases post-nasal drainage mm -hmm. and it helps prevent um, a lot of sinus infections as well. Now, one of the things I want to touch on because you had mentioned it and a lot of people take it for granted, staying hydrated. How important is that? Very. Um, you won't um, survive if you don't drink enough um, liquid for three days. So it's really important, very significant. It helps you think better. So whenever you feel like you're having brain fog, one of the reasons could be dehydration. Mm -hmm. It leads to headaches when you're dehydrated. So a lot of people who get migraine headaches or chronic headaches, they're truly dehydrated. That's one of the triggers, but they don't realize it. And they keep taking pills and they come into urgent care and tell us, hey, I took all these pills. I don't feel better. Guess what we do as treatment for headaches? We give them IV fluid. And that usually treats their headache very quickly. Um, in addition to that, our kidneys need that constant supply of fluid to be able to get rid of toxins in our body. If you're dehydrated, it affects our kidney and it could actually, I've seen it in severely dehydrated people due to illnesses. If they weren't eating, drinking enough fluid, their kidneys are affected and they could go into acute renal failure even. Right, um, right. And then going through the same system with the kidneys, they concentrate the toxins in our bladder. So if you're not drinking enough fluid, that toxin gets very concentrated in our bladder and could later on in life lead to cancers and bladder irritations and other symptoms like interstitial cystitis due to chronic dehydration and having those um, um, toxins being concentrated in our bladder for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so important for people to know this. Right now, Dr. Shirazi, what I want you to do is join us as we uh, take a look at our sponsor for this episode. So sponsor for this episode 
is All-in-One Talent Agency. All-in-One Talent Agency is owned by actor, host, model, and entrepreneur Lori Jefferson. All-in-One Talent Agency represents various talents of all ages, models, actors, singers, musicians, speakers, athletes, kids, and more. If you are interested in the entertainment industry, let All-in-One Talent Agency help you unleash your talent and embrace your success. Their website is allinonetalent.com. That's A-L-L-I-N-O-N-E-T-A-L-E-N-T.com. All right. So to, to get back to what we were discussing, Dr. Shirazi, I want you to talk about people coming to urgent care. Tell us some of the things that you're seeing in urgent care and how possibly some of those things can be prevented. Sure. So um, common illnesses we see in urgent care are cold and flu symptoms, uh, wound care, lacerations, we see sprains, injuries, um, also allergic reactions, um, and in addition to back pain and headaches. Um, that's the list of most commonly seen diagnoses in urgent care. Um, most of these conditions could be treated at home, and there are certain warning signs that if um, you're treating yourself at home and you see these warning signs, you should come into urgent care to be seen. Um, would you like me to go into more detail? Oh, most definitely, please. Um, so let's start with cold and flu. We already talked about the vitamins. And we already talked about self-care and hydration. There are also some over-the-counter medications that you could take that would help you with your symptom control. Um, if you're experiencing fevers, chills, or body ache, which are very common with these illnesses, um, taking ibuprofen and Tylenol um, to bring down your fever and help you with your body ache is very important. Make sure you're staying hydrated. Um, in addition to taking your vitamins and um, resting, so what are the warning signs that you want to come in if you have cold or flu symptoms? If you're experiencing fever for more than four to five days, and we're talking high fever, 101.5 or higher, we do need to see you back at there. We do need to see you at the urgent care um, to evaluate you. If your cough is getting worse, becoming productive and more frequent, um, after 10 day period, 10 to 14 day period, we do want to evaluate you to make sure you're not having bronchitis or pneumonia. If you're experiencing any ear pain, earache, um, you want, you would like, we would like to see you. Also sore throat that's not improving after five days, you should be seen for that as well. Um, so the next um, diagnosis would be wound care. Let's say you um, fall off of a bike or um, you cut yourself. How do you treat that wound? You want to cleanse it with mild um, soap and water. You want to dry it gently with use of paper towel. Um, and then you could apply some um, antibiotic ointment, antiseptics over the counter. And you want to cover that wound um, for the first three to five days till it heals. Um, in addition to that, you will be watching out for any evidence of infection. Definitely come in if you see it, if you notice any evidence of infection. Um, scarring is always an issue with any wound healing, any laceration. 
And I always tell my patients, sun is your worst enemy. You want to try to avoid sun exposure as much as you can in the earliest stages of wound care. And once you start seeing scabbing and your wound is healing, um, you want to start using sunscreen, um, 50 SPF and above. And um, the best sunscreens to use um, to decrease scarring is a physical barrier sunscreen. So zinc oxide or titanium oxide are um, the best type of sunscreen for you to use if you're having um, a cut or a laceration or a wound on your skin that you don't want it to scar. Um, I usually recommend doing that and reapplying sunscreen as well. So if you're out and about, especially in sunny San Diego, where uh, we are exposed to um, the rays of sun and it's beautiful and it gives you your vitamin D, but you want to wear your sunscreen and you would like to reapply it as well. Um, the next one would be an allergic reaction. If you notice that you're having an allergic reaction to something, um, we would want you to take Benadryl and Claritin or Allegra if you have at home. So Benadryl is a first generation um, anticholinergic medication that's very fast acting, but it does have side effect of making you feel sleepy. Um, Claritin and Allegra are second generation. They don't make you as sleepy, but they take longer to take effect. Taking them both at the same time helps you get that immediate response from Benadryl and also a later response from the Allegra or Claritin. If you're experiencing any difficulty breathing, tongue swelling or lip swelling, um, call 911. If you're having a rash as an allergic reaction, you do wanna come into urgent care to be evaluated. And you know, one of the big things I wanna make sure everyone knows is that this is not saying don't come to urgent care. What I always look at and I tell my patients, when in, when in doubt, come on out, all right? Come to urgent care so you can be evaluated. We want to make sure that you are safe. So when in doubt, come on out. So Dr. Shirazi, one of the, the last things I want to ask you is with urgent care, what makes people really love urgent care? <laughs> because we're wonderful people. Um, <laughs> So one of the reasons I think people love urgent care is I, I, I always call urgent care fast food industry of medicine. Mm. We are that immediate care. We are that convenient location where you could just go and seek care after work when your primary care doctor office is closed and yes. the emergency room is um, having a long wait time and it's more expensive. You want to, you know, people prefer to go to the urgent care. We're able to see our patients within 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Um, and that's very convenient. If you have something going on and you like to find out what's going on, um, urgent care is a very good option. Now, now one last thing to let people know. When people come into urgent care, it's all based on what their actual illness is at the time. Make sure that we let people know why they may have to wait a little bit longer than somebody else that came in after them. Absolutely. So we do what's called the triage process. We look at patients, their vital signs, and their chief complaint to decide if we need to take them back in immediately to provide care 
Um, and if we need to do that and it's an emergency, if someone comes in with chest pain or signs or symptoms of a stroke, we would want to take them back in because the clock is running and we want to give them appropriate care as quickly as possible. Um, and that usually means if you have been waiting and it was just about your time for you to go in and someone came in and is acutely ill, we may take that patient back before we, we take you back and that that means you may have to wait a bit longer. Um, and that's the only reason we take patients back um, before anyone else. Otherwise, we go down the list and order of priority. And when you walked in, that's the order that you'll be seeing. Right. And we just wanted to come on and let people know that there's just been a few changes because of, uh, as everyone has, has had to deal with, because of COVID, we've had to deal with a lot of different changes in medicine, in our urgent cares, in our emergency departments. And the biggest thing to, to I want to put out there is make sure that you're caring a little bit and giving a little love to your healthcare providers, okay? They really are there for you, and they're doing the very best that they can, all right? Well, Dr. Shirazi, I want to thank you for being on with me today. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Yes. And so once again, this is Thomas Howard with Straight Talk, and I thank you for being with us. All right. We'll talk to everyone next time. Peace.